Welcome to the Conversation Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Gay. And this is episode number nine. Nine. Wow. Cute me up a lot. Sorry for the wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Bored. What's going on? Um, happy to be back recording. Yes, definitely. Miss um, recording. Um, but not much. A lot of stuff going on outside but um of course we're here to talk about some new music yeah how else do we start we always got new music to talk about well we talked about last week but um definitely got to get a deep dive into cardi Mm -hmm. her album she dropped new music did she drop it last time we recorded it was dropped it was we heard one we heard singles yeah it wasn't dropped last time we heard it right we only heard the single be careful yeah. That we briefly spoke about, but not her, her whole <laughs> album. Um, yeah. I think it's a dope piece of work. Not everything on it's for me, but uh, I can't deny that all the songs are up there. They, they dope, with the exception of like one, I think it's like kind of corny, um, the drip song. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's like the radio joint. Can't do dripping. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's really like for the radio. As like, long as she kids. plays all her songs, mm-hmm. I feel like. It's going to get the play that she wanted to have, but it definitely is a radio song, I guess. Yeah. I'm not really into that song, but... No, I feel like I got what I wanted from the album, or, or what I expected, was to actually somewhat know Cardi a little bit. Like yeah, that's story. exactly what... I thought she was going to have a song with Beyonce. Yeah, yeah that was the hype. <laughs> but that you feel like buzzing. you got to know her more. Yeah, and I got to hear... She had features on it, and I was expecting that, especially, like, mm-hmm. with the money that the label pumps into her. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have features. Now it's gonna be like a solo album. She's not like a crazy lyricist to it. She's gonna give you that, but I felt as if she did her, her part on it, on, on yeah. that album. I like that she talks about her struggle and how she got to where she is. I like that she's real about everything that happened from from why you know why she was tripping, how she you know all that. I like that mm-hmm. about her that she was real, but she's always been real. So I like it. She was very honest, but of course my favorite. Um, song is Best Life with Chance the Rapper because I love Chance I like her the Rapper. On that. Yeah. I, it's a Chance the Rapper type song. Yeah. I think it's cool, but it's not like that's not my favorite. I wouldn't call it my that's favorite. like my favorite. I love the message. You know, I'm here for messages when it comes to song. I already mm-hmm. love New York rap, even though I don't feel like she gave me the New York rap beats like like OD. Like I feel like it's really mixed up with the sounds, but that's my favorite song. Um, I love it. It's, it's positive. She out here living her I best like life. The, um, I like it song. That's one of my favorites. How does that one go? I, I like, like it like that. Oh, I, I like it like that. I like it like that. I do like that one too. It does make you want to do something. I'm right. here for it. I like that song too. I like the song with Scissor too. I do. It's, it's, it's a different sound. I wouldn't think Scissor or Cardi B would sound the way they do. Yeah. Speaking of SZA, I'm I thought sorry. That, no, I thought that was Tory Lanez on there for a second. SZA sound like Tory Lanez? Not, you know Tory Lanez sounds like a lot of people. Okay. And he makes his own style to it. That's yeah. what SZA kind of, she's a female version of that. Yeah. On that song. So do a lot of people do that? Yeah, I think, that I think everybody too. does that. I think everybody's influenced by something. Yeah. But it's like, like SZA, like I said, not say that she, she made her own sound with it, but I could, tell the distinction speaking of scissor though I know this is like off, but is she, did she retire supposedly like she not making her own new music she, at all nah, that's what I guess she announced that she's retiring from making music mm-hmm. I guess for herself because she's a writer she's always been a writer oh I didn't know that yeah she, she wrote she wrote for who did she write for um, she wrote for Rihanna really yeah okay I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, but back to Cardi. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, her album. Uh, I'm I'm happy that she came out with it. I'm happy that it's out. Um, I'm happy. What about her announcement? Her pregnancy announcement. I think it was. I mean, we all knew. I told like, you. I saw it on Twitter months. Didn't I say that months yeah. ago? I think. I, what was that? I forgot what event she was doing. When she was wearing the red dress. And oh yeah, yeah. And I, that's when I was like, all right, yeah. She Maybe. Yeah, and her, be- her belly had to be little back then too, because yeah. she just on a really round out. So, yeah. So what is she about like five six months then? I don't now. know. If you don't like when you really start showing like that, because she's showing now. Yeah. 
So Coachella was yesterday, and she performed with her round out belly, and she looked really cute. I saw, I knew it. She was paying homage to TLC. Remember TLC had the white outfits on? I forget what video it was, but they had that uh, all white suits, all three of them. And they had like the mag, not magnetic, but like the, um. I know you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? I can't remember that. Yeah, but she basically paid homage to them, and she had on a cute little white suit. All the dancers had on white, and um, she looked really cute. Yeah. I say this to say, with her pregnant belly, she was out there <laughs> grinding on the stage and twerking and dropping it low. She started out fine in the beginning. It's a little, you know, seventh work. Okay. <laughs> she, <laughs> when she got like, on the floor, she, it was a little high. I was just a little thrown back when she dropped down low on the floor, dropped down and hit the floor. Um, all right. But my question really is, like, all right, I'm... I'm Cardi B is Cardi B is Cardi B. And we know her for being Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to know, not if she's going to get backlash for twerking and all that being pregnant, but I just don't understand. I Why get it. pregnant on the stage twerking? Not necessarily, but yes, because <clears throat> it's just like the message there. I get it. Because I get it. Okay, you, you that's who you've always been. And that's... You mean who she is. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> she's pregnant. I, I think... She couldn't even really get up at first. She, she, <laughs> <laughs> she got oh, up. <laughs> she got up, but that was a pregnant lady get up. Like, she was out here twerking on that damn stage. And I really want to know. Like, I honestly, I'm curious to see how people... Perceive um, it? Yeah, in a way. Like, I wonder if everybody's going to be like, yes, Cardi B. Like, because, of course, she's done great things. She came out with her album. She's Cardi B. We love her for being Cardi B. But she ain't OD just now? I'm curious. I mean... <clears throat> It was a great performance. She went mad hard. Like, it was nice. But at the same time, she was pregnant. But who is she appealing to? Her crowd. Her crowd is young people who love her music. I guess you can't have it so far with that. Like, if somebody else was to do that, they probably would, you know, get backlash. I think it's, you know. For twerking on stage, period, you think? Or being pregnant and and dropping it low on stage? Nah, because, you know. Performers, a lot of performers twerking. Right, you dance how you dance, and yeah. that's the thing. I feel like if she wasn't pregnant, of course, like do your thing. Even if she is, like if that's what she mm-hmm. want to do, sure. But I'm just mm-hmm. like curious if anybody's gonna be real with the fact that it just was a little bit inappropriate intrigued. because it, so, she's pregnant. It wasn't inappropriate, but I personally felt like okay, Pumpy breaks, like, yeah, like all right, <laughs> like that. That's how you feeling. It felt uncomfortable to me, like. I feel like twerk all you want, but like when she dropped it, honestly, when she dropped it alone, couldn't get, could barely get back up. I was just like, okay, okay, if that's what you want to do. But it to me, it was just like I wonder if anybody's gonna say anything to no. it, or are they just gonna support her because we love Cardi B. I know. I it's, think it's the like, like I, I think it's the like factor. Like people like Cardi B, mm-hmm. so you know when people like somebody. Or, you know, the movement that they're doing, whatever the case may be. At times, they allow a lot of stuff to to go on that they probably wouldn't usually allow. Mm-hmm. So I think it's because she's so likable by her audience. Not saying she's likable by everybody, because some people have probably don't even like Cardi B. Right. Well. But to the audience that she's appealing to, she's likable. So they're going to really allow her to do whatever she much wants whatever which she, which she can she's free <laughs> like, to do whatever she wants she's a performance yeah. free art but at the same time I just feel like okay alright but like cause like when we were talking about we were talking about this earlier audience mm-hmm. guys whatever we were like you know we were trying to see if we should even talk about it because like I don't want to be offensive that's the big thing about the podcast we want to keep it positive mm-hmm. but at the same time I also want to be real about how, what I think about it I love Cardi B but it did not feel like she would just get a whole bunch yeah, of yays to me. Because even when we talk about, okay, I'm going to bring up Kim Kardashian, even though it's not the same exact thing, mm-hmm. I feel like it's in the same category. I remember watching The Real and the way that they talked about Kim Kardashian, the fact that she's online naked. Like, it's just like a everybody was in such it's an meaning. uproar. Like, it's crazy mm-hmm. that she's naked online. Yet, Cardi B can twerk on stage and drop below as a pregnant woman. And it's cool, like... 
She's a likable factor. Yeah, but Kim Kardashian is likable. As much as people say uh, they don't like her, uh, they, she got a bajillion followers. And then uh, people because treat you have followers, meaning that people like you. It mean, does. No, it does. That's that the people, people that like you. That's the people. people you got an audience. You're, you're, you're saying the people in the industry don't like her. Well, yeah. And, not, and some of the audience, too. Some, some people will follow you and not like you. True. They're just interested in you. Right. <laughs> like, so, like, I don't think that equates to them liking her. I, I think like there's a stigma on, on, I mean, on anybody. They have that. And with Kim Kardashian, I mean, what she's known for uh-huh. was basically, basically how people perceive how she got put on with the whole sex tape thing and dating nobody but, you know, athletes and, you know, music stars now. Well, she's married to Kanye West now. Right. And, I mean, some people are going to fault her for that. I'm not saying that's wrong. I don't think that's wrong that she does that. But because of that, people look at her negatively. Because I, I, it looked like she just used that for a come up. True. Right? So now, with Cardi B, people like her because she came from, you know, it's the nothing to something story. Yeah. And, you know, she was a stripper. And now she's a rapper making millions of dollars. And I think that because she's a more likable person mm-hmm. and it's not it's not as it's probably because it's not as promiscuous. What? Tripping compared to screwing people to get on. That's how it's perceived with Kim Kardashian. Right, I was gonna say that. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like that's why it's a more likable factor. And then her personality as well. <clears throat> Cardi B's personality is just more likable. She's going to give you a laugh. I don't, I've never, I, no, I'm just saying. That no, makes you be, makes but... somebody more likable. I've never listened to Kim K and said, ha slap my knee type funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, so, you know, she's not going to get that, you know, the people that's going to like her as much. Yeah. That's why, that's just how I look at it. Yeah. So they're going to allow, they're going to allow Cardi B, even if Cardi B was to get on the, on, on what you call it, pregnant and do her pregnancy pose, like a lot of pregnant people, women do, and was butt naked, and say she's just like covering with just her hands or whatever, they're going to be like, yo, that's that shit. You know, that's cool. Because yeah. <laughs> it's Cardi B. The Kim K does it, and it's like, yeah, Kim. Okay, so is that the same thing they're saying about Cardi? Oh, it is what it is. Cardi's always twerking. She's always twerking. She's always twerking. Yeah, she's, so what's different cool. that she got a, belly, a baby in her belly, right? But my whole thing is, um, I just hope, you know, with her performing and all that, pregnant, whether she twerking or just performing, period, that the baby's healthy at the end of the day. It's not, no, not even, it's not damaging her or the baby. Because that's like a serious workout, even just to to prepare for for. I'm not talking about twerking on stage. I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm talking, you talking about twerking. So no, I'm talking about performing, performing in general, not oh, twerking on stage. What, <laughs> I'm twerking is a workout too. That's but, what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. But um, yeah, like just performing, just preparing to perform. Like you got to do you know breathing exercises and and actually working out. Yeah. You can't be running up and down on stage. And not having no type of stamina. stamina? Yeah. Like, but she wasn't OD and nothing like that. But I was no, she say. wasn't. I, and I noticed that it, it, it came to the point in the song where she, it was just YG. So she would just be standing on stage just like bopping, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's why she started working. I she had to do something. She'd just be know. standing there looking. I was <laughs> like going to say people, people have sex and they, they, they pregnant. Like, that's the same kind of workout it's right a different, there. That's a different it, workout. Yeah, kind of the same movement yeah. or whatever. So yeah. I think she'll be all right. Baby, baby boy or girl will be chill, yeah. you know? I just, I just hope everything is cool and then everything is where it's supposed to be and everything's functioning right. And if the baby's healthy, she's healthy. One thing I can say, I'm happy she stays true to herself. Nothing, yeah. I, I can't understand that. Just being who you are. Okay, yeah, I'm pregnant, but at the same time, you can't just drop everything and change, switch up because you're just pregnant. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I get that. I understand that. And I, I appreciate her being herself. So, uh, at the end of the day, it was a cool performance. I love the all white. Yeah. <laughs> That's not really, and not, no, not on that. That's not one of my favorite songs, but. No, it's not mine either, yeah. but mine's just, um, 
Chance the Rapper. Yeah. And Cardi. But, yeah. Let's talk about her arch. Not so nemesis. They're yeah. not even at it. more so like people putting them against each other. The media put like her and Nikki. We're talking about Nikki, you guys. Yes and no. Because, like, it's kind of... To me, I love the, the music that Nikki's dropping. I think it's dope. She only put two songs out. No, that, she, that she's dropped. Yeah. That she just, you know, randomly dropped the same week as Cardi's dropping. But, like... For you to, you know, leave social media for since the beginning of the year, since last year, like the end of the last year, mm-hmm. now you decide to come out with music, like, it's strategic. And Isn't I, she on that label too? Huh? She's on, not on that, man. She's on the um, Universal. Right. But but my my whole thing is, why why now? Why, why you choose to drop now? And I get the whole thing about... You know, everybody's copying her, so she took take a break. That's what she basically said in her in her rhymes, um, and what she explained. But I think it's corny. I think it's corny. To me. <laughs> what that she put out music now? Yeah, like and like, yeah, I think it's just whack. Well, let's not pay attention to when she put it out, right? Let's not play we the game to. that they want. Let's not play the game that they want us to play because at okay. the end of the day, both of the their interviews say that all right, maybe I don't really like listening to interviews like that. I rather just like just listen to the music, right? Because but but you should in the case that everybody's trying to make them at each other, even mm-hmm. though maybe it was what it was. Who cares? They cleared it up, so I feel like now it's gonna move on. Hopefully, they make music together in the future. It'll be some cute ratchet music that I've been waiting on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> because I see either her and Nikki or her and Beyonce together. Well, Beyonce and Nikki already had some joint. Right, but we're not so, so talking about no. Nikki, Cardi. No, 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 I'm just oh, saying, yeah. like, you already got that rationale. You just want it from Cardi now. No, I would like to hear them collab, her and Beyonce, yeah. Okay. But um, I feel like, I like Nikki's two new songs, so I like yeah. um, chun a lot, actually. It's cuter. But, um... I don't care when she put it out. I do think it was on purpose, but it is what it is. I like them. I think it's back to old Nikki. It like, does sound like her old music. It don't sound like she's forcing anything. Mm-hmm. It sounds like, you know, it was well prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope we get more more music from Nikki. It's not just like, I just hope there's more music in the stash. I'm pretty sure it is. If you take a whole four months off. Mm-hmm. From social media, you're not seeing nobody. You better have been working on some music and ready to drop. Like, you think she got something to talk about, though? Um, yeah, she got a lot to talk about. You know, her whole relationship with, with me and Safari and people painting her as a bad guy. You know, it's, it's going to be something to talk about. Yeah. I mean, especially with a, she's like a, a super, she's a megastar. So, like, there's always going to be something to talk about. Yeah, but I feel like lately, not only lately, because her last album or the other songs that she put out when her and Meek broke up was about Meek. I feel like... Yeah, it didn't really stick. It was like... Right, it was just like, for the moment, I feel like she uses the hype and the clout to throw something out. I know, (laughs) but she used it to throw something out. Really, it is strategic because even when she broke up with Meek, it was a lot of chatter behind that and all of a sudden she dropped the music when MIA, no music, no music. Cardi Mm. dropped something. Of course... The conversation about There's her and Nikki come up again, music. and now she drops music again. It's like, okay, she's using those, I, I those high paint. points. Oh, yeah, I, ain't gonna huh? I got She you. uses the high points. She, 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 There's a reason why Nikki went away, because the music didn't stick, and then she got put out of here with Shisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you can't forget that. And I don't want to, like, put nobody against anybody, but that's just what it is yeah. at the end of the day. So, like, try to come, make it come back. And you said it was a hit, and it ended up not being a hit. You said you don't make diss songs, you make hits. So I'm like Drake, basically, and it just didn't work. All his songs are talking about people, though. At least, like it's, I mean, I get it. Like you told me before, like that's what rap is about. It's like a rap battle kind of thing. I get that, yeah. But at the same time, is all your music going to be about competition? I'm better than you. Like I get it, but like I mean, rappers. I think that's all people talk about these days. Not really. Not chance to rap. Nah, it's not old. Like, There's like, you know, like your backpack rappers and, you know, the conscious rappers. That, that yeah, like the conscious you know, 
Yeah, so it's, it's different. But I like my ratchet songs too. Every once in a while, <laughs> you know, I'm here for it. If it has a good beat, like I said, beat is my favorite mm-hmm. thing to start with. If it has a good beat, I may bump it. Um, but yes, I'm just more of a hip hop guy. But I think it's more so like I. Nikki is Nikki's been in the game for a minute, mm-hmm. you know, and she's like. I think we spoke on this before. You gotta, you gotta allow the newcomers to do what they gotta do, mm-hmm. and that's not taking anything away from Nikki at all. But at the end of the day, you you just gotta allow the new wave. Just, I look at it like sports, mm-hmm. like when Shaq and Kobe was, you know, getting up in age and you know getting injured and all that. Mm-hmm. You can't. You're not as dominant anymore. Yeah. You just gotta kind of go with the flow at the end of the day. So is she supposed to just bow out and move? Not it? bow out. No, bow. Whoa, 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 not bow. I'm not telling her to just like be some sucker. Nah, mm-hmm. she could still feel like she's the best. I'm pretty sure Kobe, when he left out, still felt like he was the best that ever did it. Mm-hmm. But you just gotta play the game. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. You got you have to move accordingly. That's all. And don't you think that's what she's doing? Even yeah. with like using the 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 hype off each beef that she had to put out a track, because that's literally all, you know, the why, seems like that, why is the beef? Think about why it. the beef then? You know? <laughs> well, I, well, it sounds like it's just word of mouth beef, honestly. Yeah. Especially once you see the interview that squashes everything. Um, it's like, okay, now that should be the end of that. Now, I feel like if her and Cardi come out with a track next, that'd be great for her career move, too. That's a good move. Yeah, came out with a track. Who? Move Cardi? Sure. Yeah, that's not really a track. Yeah, it's not a track that they was like on yeah. or seemed like they was on good terms about. Like a track just Cardi and Nikki. That is it. Did they really squash whatever they had? It was they said yeah, Cardi in her interview with the guy from Hot Ninety Seven. Uh yeah, Ebro. Ebro, yeah. Mm-hmm. He she said that um they had a face to face conversation and they squashed the beat. Then they both had their interviews after that and it basically was like it was so a miscommunication. Yeah. After that Beats One interview, then you get music from Nicki. You know, and the explanation of the whole Migos track. Right, and it was just that. a question of everything. Or how okay. it came about, and that, that was the end of that. I think that should be the end of it, and now it's a clear it's a space. on both parties, is what I'm saying. It sounds like they both said it was a miscommunication, so mm-hmm. I'm going to take it as that's done. And if they take what the media is taking, or say, will continue to say, then it's always going to be a beef. But yeah. if they take that now and just rock with it, I feel like a track between them would be really cute. It would be, be hot. Like, they could make something. they both from New York, and they could get a hot beat to jump on. Nobody else. Just Cardi and Nicki. Put out a put out a track now. Y'all, y'all squash the beef, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all both the best in the game, right? Okay, so then just put out a track. Got an idea. What's can't, the can't, idea? Uh, you can't, can't say it, can't, can't share it, can't, can't share it. Can't share it. Well, it's I would love to see it. What? I'll leave it at that. Well, I think that they should put something out, and that would be hot. That would be the end of it. And their music would be high. It would keep them both up. That'd be high. Yeah. Well, can they do that though? Can people really work together when they on different labels? Yeah, the label just has to like approve of it. Yeah. That'd be great for both the labels, don't you think? Yeah. That'd yeah. be high. Yeah. I'm here for it, guys, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it happen. What's up, everyone? It's David from the Conversation Podcast. If you didn't know, I'm part owner of the production group, Out of the Limit Music Group. We make hip-hop, R&B, and other genre of beats. So head on over to soundcloud.com forward slash limit dash music dash group to check out a few of our sounds. Also follow us on Instagram at OLMG Beats. That's O-L-M-G Beats. Now, speaking of media... Bow Wow has gotten a lot of slack. A lot, yeah. Like, I know he went on Twitter and he had, like, a, a whole rant. You know, he's, he sounded suicidal. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about, like, the media, you know, twisting his words up. And he's just basically tired of it. And basically, like, him not being acknowledged for what he, he's done. To me, Bow Wow's a legend. And I don't, I don't think people acknowledge him as such, especially the younger folks. So they don't even know him. Like the young kids you talk about. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. You kind of like just clown them because of the answers that he do now, whatever the case may be. And I'm not saying those answers ain't all right and it's okay, but I, I you can't just deny what he's done. No, but I also understand in a way. I'm not gonna say that all the stuff that he did is not like legit, and he wasn't it when he was kids. Mm-hmm. But it was when we was kids. Not saying knock everything off the shelf. I'm just saying, okay, now, now. And we talked about this before, too, and I still, we didn't. I just don't understand what, what he expects from people now. Like, we're in the era where when you put yourself out there on a platform in a certain way, the way he does mm-hmm. with, like like you said, with the antics, the whole jet thing, silly things like that, people are going to look at you sideways. They're not going to say, hey, like, well... He had all these hits back in the day. I'm not going to disrespect him. No, the way these trolls that they call them all on the internet, they disrespect everybody. So, of course, they're going to disrespect Bow Wow when he out here playing himself like a global. Yeah. Like, duh, nobody cares. They don't care anymore. And they are kids now. Like, they they do not care about mm-hmm. all the great things he did. Yeah, but then I, I think it's like, it's sad because, like, in hip-hop, we always write off our legends. Like, you don't see that in any other genre. No, because I think he can still be acknowledged on that platform, but them acknowledging him, say, like, at the BET Awards, something like that, that he may still get that because he did hit those records back in the day. But that doesn't mean that people won't slander anybody. They will slander anybody on social media. Yes, in hip-hop, they do that. They do that. Look at... All right, look at, like, Teddy Prendergast, and they found out that he was gay or whatever. And how he died in his car crash. Like, nobody, because of him being a legend, an R&B legend, mm-hmm. nobody, nobody cared. And I guess to go back to that fact that he's more likable, maybe. I don't no, know. I don't know. But, like, I mean, rest in peace, Teddy Pendergrass, but his music was amazing. Mm-hmm. He made hits after hits after hits. And you don't see R&B, you know, people who indulge in R&B writing him off. Okay, but do you, not people in R&B. Like, you talking about his peers? Or are you talking about his social peers, media? His peers, the world in itself. Right, so then it's social media. But the, if Teddy Pendergrass was here now, do you think that he would still get that same respect if he was out here playing his own? Yeah, because I don't think that it only was, happens in hip-hop. I don't think so. I think all these rock stars that be wilding out. Think about and, and getting into things. Because social media is out, out now. These rock stars be wilding now. And you don't think people be in their comments? They don't write them, them off. Writing them off in what way? These people are not in that... They don't respect what they've done at all. I don't think they care about anything people have done in the past. Even when we talk anymore. about... Yeah, not anymore. Not like everybody. I think older people maybe care still. But when it comes to the younger generation, they weren't around for it. So why should they really be interested unless like because we talked about that before with like the legends and people paying homage that's in hip hop yeah that's, that's what we see right and that's his peers but I'm talking about social media as well social media is these people on the internet that do not give a damn about anybody's life story okay. they don't really care it, but I feel like if you think about it on his peers level I'm sure he still has peers that respect him I'm sure he would well, still be honored in the future that's like, the issue with Bow Wow because he's listening to people on social media. Who's ignorant, who don't even know about him. Right. And like, they don't even care to even listen. Go and listen to what you've done or, or look up the facts of what you've done. Right. They'll, they'll call an album whack without even hearing it. Right. But don't you think he should have put himself in a different category then? Maybe even maybe it's because he's young still. But don't you think he should have put he's himself 30, on you know, the shelf? He has to be like around our age, 27 yeah. to 30. But my thing is, don't you think he should put himself on a different platform because he is such a legend? Why would he sit here and still... Do these antics. Right. Like, it's antics. like, why still... Like, you said he had a club in his house or something. Like, why still... That wasn't really his house, I believe. But... Who, right. But... Who still does that when they're setting themselves aside from what, like, the social media era is about? Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing. I don't think he's trying to set aside from the social media era. That's how people monetize and make their bread, too, a lot of the time. But it's still about, I think it's still about your management and the way that you manage yourself and the way you carry yourself. If you carry Mm -hmm. yourself like everybody that's on that age level and doing the same stuff, you're going to get disrespected like all of them, too, because you're putting yourself in that realm. When you okay. step aside and you carry yourself like, okay, well, I've been here doing this. I, you know, I'm a legend. Whatever you want to carry yourself like, 
and you set yourself aside, you're not putting yourself in that room to get disrespected in that way. But you're doing the same thing. You look as corny as everybody else. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're going to come for you. They don't care about what you did. They're young. They don't know what you did. They don't know how long you've been in the game. Or even if they do, it's like, okay, right, so, and? What are you doing now? But, like, all right, my, Michael Jackson's a legend. And he's, no, no, no. Talk no, about people no, who's no. dead, though. Talk about somebody who's here now. Let's somebody look at their comments on social media and see what people say. Oh, and are they... Fabulous. <laughs> he, he just recently got caught up in whatever he, he, his issue is. Mm-hmm. But, like, you don't see people writing him off. You understand right. what I'm saying? I don't know. <clears throat> whatever, whatever Who's answer. still checking for Fabulous, though? Huh? Who's still checking for him? He still got fans? Yeah, he has you feel, no, older uh, fans, right? No, I think, I think like, there's the... There's the what? There's a group of young kids who have people like who's um younger rappers who bridge the gap between the you know the mumble rappers and the old school rappers. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he still has a following of people, and, and he just dropped on um, the joint with Jadakiss. And, and how well did that do? You you went touring. I don't know the numbers. I'm not a numbers guy. Right. But I mean, he went on a crazy promo run. And people know about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have artists doing freestyles over those beats that that he put out, then I mean, it was made made some noise. Yeah, so I don't think I. I mean, it's not like he's whack. He's, he's not whack. I'm just saying the buzz is not there, and I don't feel like people are. I think, so. I think it's what you pay attention to. Right, so yeah. You're, not check, you're definitely not checking for it. So I'm you not, that no. And, and no, I feel that way because even when it comes, like it's, like you said, I'm not numbers either. I don't really care for the numbers. I feel like I pay attention to music and I, like I said, according to the beat. And then another way that I did look at... I did it when we were in the car and you played it for me. Like, I didn't really... I mean, I heard it and it was all right, but it wasn't like... Like I said, beats oh, are the so biggest dumb. thing to me. So if I don't catch a beat and like it, I'm not really going to bump it like that. How do you know? Um, you know you That's just me. I wasn't really into it at that time. Folks. Yeah. But <laughs> I feel like, I mean, those are two classic New York rappers, so I'm not knocking them. But at the same time, I don't feel like I was waiting and anticipating like a lot of people were mm-hmm. for it to come okay, out. Okay, I feel you. So I feel like even with Bow Wow, he wasn't even putting out music. He's just playing around he, in the He street. just put something out, but I don't think nobody was checking for it. And, an, and it's another thing, like you're not putting yourself on that platform to be like that artist, like you, you, you know mm-hmm. that with the accreditations that you have. He's not putting himself on that platform. He's out here hanging with everybody, like he's just mad regular. So yeah, you are mad regular. You ain't doing nothing. That's probably what it looks like. That's what it looks like mm-hmm. to me. Like you just out here doing nothing. Don't be and, talking about Chad Moss like that. Yeah. Nah, he's cool. He's <laughs> cool. He's cool, and he has done many things. But I feel like carry yourself on a certain level, it's and maybe. Point. Okay. It'll change. Keep yourself away from all the people that ain't doing nothing, and stay you know, away from the. Start working on other things. He was an yeah. actor. I feel like he can. There's so many Should routes, he, that, so yeah. many grown men routes that he could have took that he didn't choose to. Really there's so many business avenues that you can do after rap, right? And, and you can still rap while you're doing it, right? So, and he didn't do that. He got I mean, yeah, clubbing, and I mean, but he's young. He is young. So, so remember, he like, started old He started right. when he was six, seven years old. So. Right, he had his run. I, I mean, like. I think that might be like the, um, I forgot what kind of complex that is, but like, oh, Michael Jackson never got to really live by his childhood. By his childhood. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe it's that. Like, he's always on the road. I'm not saying he didn't enjoy it. He probably did. Yeah. And for him, it was, I'm pretty sure, stressful too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes you want to just live life. Yeah. As it is, you know? So. It could be that too, but chasing the the word you hate, the clout. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, I can't stand chasing that word. the clout. No, clout. I don't know, but I feel like I want him to take a step back, reevaluate his career, get some good management around him, mm-hmm. and see what grown men benches he could go on and carry himself like a grown ass man who's been in the the game for a very long and that's time. That's another thing. Like I understand why why people are so sensitive to what the media has to say about them. Like, if you know it ain't true, I can't understand. You, you know what it is? I guess it could hit home. Your mindset got to be there, yeah. If you, yeah. If you really no, feel that it way could about be, It could be, you know, your loved ones mm-hmm. coming to you about it and they can, you did something and all that and you got to explain and all that. And, you know, I guess it's just up to them to know who you really are. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, for you to not take it that serious and know that if you know it's a lie, like why are you even Ain't it any mind? Yeah, but like he's you just giving it more energy. In it. He probably really do be in it because yeah. really, you come on. He got to be really just reading. It's like a fire. Like if you keep you keep putting a stick, more and more sticks in the fire, it's gonna grow. Yeah, and that's all you're doing. It by 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 even answering back or acknowledging that you're just feeding it that energy. Yeah, it's true. I'll take a step back from that. Like I said, get some so, management, some yeah. new management, Val. But even I seen him on. He had a show with the young kid from well, yeah. growing up Atlanta. Yeah, like yeah. He's executive producing that. Yeah, but, yeah. but he could have took the executive producer step in, step out role. Mm-hmm. Play the background. Right. It's, it's certain avenues. I feel like he could have taken that would have set him apart. But he's on the show, even in the first episode. And I didn't watch it much, but I remember the mm-hmm. first episode. He was supposed to be getting back with his baby mother, and he basically, I don't know if he stood up or something like that, but he was in the club, I mean, in the hotel room having a party with all these girls and crazy, like, on the first episode, it's like, okay, that's where your mindset is. (laughs) Okay. Instead of, you know, it's so many different avenues that could have set him apart, but he just went right and jumped in with little kids. Like, they're not little kids, but they're teenagers. Yeah, And you're almost 30 years old. And... Age is nothing, but at the same time, when you're trying to set yourself apart and you don't want to get caught up in that, you have to do something different. Otherwise, certain things will come with it. Like, Maybe that comes Bow-Wow's with it. actually trolling. He wants to really do this, but... He wants to really do what? He wants that... that he wants that uh, clout. <laughs> From what? You know, the, the, the Twitter rant and all that. Oh, yeah. but that might be how you really I mean, Yeah, though, you want to joke about that. Yeah. He tweeted about how he felt he must be on Twitter enough to see what people were saying about him anyway. Yeah. And people probably were still clowning him. You know how, like, mm-hmm. people are on social media. It's like, Go ahead, we're going to do it. Well, <laughs> like, stop talking about it if you ain't going to do it. Like, you yeah, know, they probably wild. was violating him. Yeah. Like, you know, stay off of social media, Bella. Come yeah. on. Sometimes like, you just need a break from it, though. Yeah, it's like, good for you. I don't know enough of that. Good luck, You just need to stay positive. Good luck. Take all that negative energy out of his life. Get a life coach, bro. <laughs> do some yoga. Namaste. Nah, I don't know. But he, I do think he needs some different guidance in his life. Yeah. I think that would probably like help him out a lot. I mean, who's really going to take a force? Like, nope. We're going to take a break for this, this, this. You need to step away from this person, that person, whatever the case is. Somebody needs to really just like... A lot of people find that hard, though. Of course, it's hard, yeah, like, but it's what do you really want? Yeah, you got you got to own up to it, like what's okay. best for you. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, he got a whole he got a whole daughter, whole daughter, a whole daughter. <laughs> She's getting bigger. Yeah. You know, it's like certain things. I know he wants for himself as a parent and as a grown man. Like mm-hmm. you're getting older. Can I just say that being a grown man is so much more sexy than being a kid in the club? Like it's just not it's not the wave yeah. anymore when you're grown. Like just let it go. Yeah. I don't know. It's okay. I don't know. Good luck, Bowie. <laughs> Talking about positivity. Um, King Streets dropped a new project. Hey. Family to Feed Two. Hey. Young dude out of Far Rock. Um, I've been listening to King Streets for a minute. We were just talking about him in the beginning of starting the podcast. We were waiting for his new music to drop. Yeah, yeah you're right. Just like that. <laughs> it happened, right? Here we go. Yeah. Word. Definitely happy to see that he drops some new music. I like it because it's like, it's, you know, it's the from nothing to something story. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's real motivational. Yeah. Even if you know you're not all the way there yet, you just see the progression. Mm-hmm. Like, see, you see him coming from literally nothing to actually Watching becoming something. Yep. Yeah. Financially and it seems like in his, his growth as a man too. Yeah. He's growing. Got a, a little seed now and all that. So you get to see like, the different sides of him, basically. Mm-hmm. And basically showing, like, he says in his music, you know, basically, he's, he'll do whatever to get to where he needs to be, basically, mm-hmm. grind-wise, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's dope. I like um, I like the the tracks because it's, it's, um, it's, it's a real New Yorkish to me. Definitely. It's not that New York it's sound. So far back, yes. Like, I feel like he has, like, that, he has that far rock element, mm-hmm. but then he'll mix in like a little bit of Lloyd Banks with a little bit of Fab. So yeah, he has that little st- stack bundle of Chinks Drugs mm-hmm. flow, or you know, 
beat selection. Yeah, the beat selection, yeah. And then, like, mm-hmm. on tracks, like, um, like the Bag Down or On Your Body joint. That's, like, that's a fab. Favorite. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's, like, a fab flow where you, like, get into his ladies, talking to the ladies and all that. It's very sexy. Very drunk sexy. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, one of my personal favorites is um, the race joint. Sort of sound like me. Like, it's that hype music. Like you go to the gym... Yeah. You know, you can't finish your sets. You got to put that in. You put <laughs> that on. Back up again. Yeah. Word. My favorite is Get This Money. Yeah, the intro. Yeah. He's always dope. All his intros, I think, have been dope. I too. love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because yeah. it makes you think about what you want to do for yourself. That, personally, it makes me want to think about what I mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my goals that I want to accomplish. Just hearing what he wants and what he can imagine for himself. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like, yeah. I love a good motivational of course I love New York beats and New York rappers but um I just love it I think it's dope because it's a mesh of like he's speaking so positive mm-hmm. and he, but you know it's showing the struggle and the negativity yeah it's true it's true so it's like it's really everything he might say is not completely positive but it's just yeah the, the outcome is it's what he's trying to is trying to make positive, not just for him, but everybody around him yeah. as well, his circle. Yeah. So I think that's dope, and you know, I wish him best of luck. Hopefully, get to work with him on a couple of tracks. Definitely reach out to him if you hear this, King. Holla at us, <laughs> OLMG. Word. Word. What's going on, everyone? It's Gabe from the Conversation Podcast. It's spring, and it's the perfect time to get started on that spring cleaning list. Need help? Not a problem. With my company, Organized by Gabriel Tamara, I specialize in decluttering, organizing, and creating a new space out of what you already have or with new items. No matter the space, home, office, store, I can help. So head over to OrganizedByGabriel.com to schedule your free consultation. I look forward to meeting you. So our last topic is a question, question of the week is what is your passion and how did it come about? Want me to go first? Sure. Um my passion I have a, I have two. I have a few actually, but um my main passion um is definitely music and um being a mixologist. Yeah. <laughs> how it came about I'll start off with the mixologist. How I came about with that was um, I was always the guy, like, within my friends that always were, like, they would ask me to make a drink because I was, I guess I was just good at it. Um, And I came up with the ratio that's just, like, a perfect proportion. Mm -hmm. And... I guess I'm just good. You know how people have, like, a good ear for music? Mm-hmm. I got a good taste buds for liquor. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Um, but, like, I just I, I just enjoy doing it, and I like, I enjoy seeing that people like what what I'm making right. as well. And then the fact that the drink, if you don't know, I have a drink called Sunset Black. Um, it's the shit, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... I'm not going to, you know, pat myself on the back. Nah, you uh, caught me with that in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> when you started talking, he bought me a bottle of Sunset Black. Sorry. Go ahead. But what, what I like about it is, like, it's already a, a mixed drink, so, like, you don't have to... Mix it. You know, mix it. You mean, you can if you really want to get wasted, but that's not my objective. It's just to keep you nice and afloat. Right. Like, I, don't, I ain't trying to be out here having people, like, you know... Know, quote unquote white girl wasted <laughs> like you know just doing outlandish stuff but um with that drink you have like a nice medium nice you know, even if you right. smoke it, like it's just like a cool mellow mm-hmm. medium it keeps you at and just like anything too much of it will to me it puts me to sleep like, <laughs> like I'm ready to pass out if I have way too much of it but I'd rather that mm-hmm. than you know, out here wilding, wilding out. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you have too much Jack Daniels, you might just you know <laughs> do some outlandish stuff. But um, yeah, I just I just love 
knowing that people are enjoying what I make and seeing that it's not that there's a medium where people can just be chill and like it basically like puts people in the vibe where people just want to chill and it's not like and even if you want to turn up depends on your character but it's not going to have you go over the edge yeah I think and that's what I like about it and my other passion is on music um I used to always play ball. I really had a love for ball. I wanted to be a ball player. So, like, really bad when I grew up. And then, you know, people I was hanging around my circle, like my best friend, um, was doing music. And even my cousin, it, it's funny, it all happened at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, my cousins were, my cousin, um, Dow, he's part of OLNG too. Shout out to him. He crazy. Uh, he, he was, like, into making beats. Then my man, too, who, who, um, who raps, you know, he was sort of into it, but he was, like, really driving. He's like, yo, you going to be the producer. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's when I, I, I really started, you know, deep diving and, like, really listening to, like, old school tracks and, like, seeing that I could take those and mix it. And it was just dope to me. Mm-hmm. So, and the first time I ever been in the studio... Was with my best friend JL and like that just that like turned me out to music. Like, mm-hmm. That made that just like had me in a perpetual motion to just always want to do it. Yeah. So like that's my passion, and I'm in school for it. Um, audio engineering. So I'm not only trying to just focus on making beats. I'm trying to cover all aspects of of music. Trying to wear many hats in it. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, so that's my passion, sticking to it. That's something I love to do. And I, I, I you know, con- try to convince anybody who has a passion, who has found a passion, or even if you haven't found a passion, whatever it is that you love to do, whatever it is that, you, you know, you, uh, you strive for, you, you know, you see for yourself, just get up and do that shit. Because, like, it's not going to just come to you. Mm-hmm. You got you got to go out there and work for it, and it's, it's it's gonna it's gonna come into fruition if if you do so. At the end of the day, yeah. Um, but what's your what's your passion? Mm. What's your passion. <laughs> passion. <laughs> well, I'm only gonna share one, and that's styling, um, and just all things that look good. Well, I, it still could be too because I've always. I'm going to say since I was a kid, even my mom has always been super, super dope. Like, she's always been matchy-matchy. Like, everything, mm-hmm. she makes sure she looks very nice. And I've always taken that from and from her. And I've loved that since I was a kid. But as I got older, it was like, I don't feel like I've always had it. But when I had to go somewhere, I felt like I've always known how to make myself feel and look really good. I've always got really good compliments. And I felt like that's what made me really get into styling. And as I started to go to work, I started to work in retail. And it was just like, I really love being around clothes. I love being around racks are my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. I love racks and hangers. Like, that's just my favorite thing. Um, So that made me get into it even more. But it wasn't until I became an adult. It's just like, okay, I think this is where I want to just take off in. Um, And it's just in styling. Even with home, I feel like it all extends to the next. Um, My mom always was into... Next level. Yeah, it's like... it's it. A different realm of it. Yeah. Um, with home, my mom was also into that too. My mom taught me that a white wall is the best wall because you can throw so many different colors into that room and never have to worry about changing anything else. Like you just buy different things and you can make a whole new room out of that space with that white wall. So that's the same thing like with clothes, like a white t-shirt. You can do anything with a white t-shirt or a white top because there's so many you could dress it up, you could dress it down. So yeah, it's just it just it's it's fun to um, even imagine what you can do with clothes and style and home. Like I'm into it. I've always loved it, and yeah, um, yeah I can't see myself doing anything else really that hard and that effortlessly as I could do 
styling and home. I feel like that's where I feel the most comfortable. That's where it feels the most effortless. So I decided that that's the route that I'm going to take because it just felt like it was it was handed to me. It was mm-hmm. like, how could you not when it just feels so right to do it? So um, I would say styling home and clothes um, is my favorite passion that I could really see myself doing forever. So, um, yeah, I'm ready to take it to the next level because I couldn't see myself really focusing on anything else the way I could focus in on that. And it just feels like not work. Yeah. Yeah. But I thank my mom for that, for real. (laughs) Because, But it took a long time, honestly, to decide what it is that I wanted to do because um, it was it's like so many avenues that you could take. That's you know thing, like you know, you're always, you're constantly growing mm-hmm. and learning, and you know, life is like a learning process. And Definitely, you, you might bump into something five years down the line. Mm-hmm. Like I might want to do, uh, you know, video production or right. like you know, film. Yeah, I might want to do sound design. I might want to do. I want might want to act. Yeah. Like, you never know what is what you're exposed to. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, you learn to love things yeah. as it comes. Yeah, it's true. Definitely, so. Go, I would, I would, the advice I would give to anyone looking for their passion or um, me, even at the start of your passion, because I feel like we're always at the start of our passion. Every day is the start of your passion again because you get to choose to do that thing again. Advice. Yeah, <laughs> every day. I would say look at evaluate what it is that you really love to do um and go with the thing that you love the most you tell me that all the time baby mm-hmm. do what you love the most and that, that i think that's the best advice you can give anyone um is to do what you love the most whatever you feel the most comfortable doing and whatever feels like really good go with that because that's probably what it is yeah. you know but yeah that's about it yeah anything else you want to share um i like to hear like the listeners and uh, see their views. Yeah. Or what their passions y'all. and all that. Yeah. Shout out to all the listeners. That, 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 our, our buzz been growing. Hey. Shout out to y'all for that. Thank you for listening. Word. Make sure you guys check out our website. Yeah. And our businesses. Soundcloud.com forward slash outer limit dash music dash group. And organized by Gabriel. That's two L's and an E. So that's G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-E dot com. And make sure you check us out. And oh, of course, don't forget our Instagram if you have any comments, because like we said, we see you watching. So let us know you're here. How about that? And then we'll get to know you guys. We look forward to hearing from you. And if you didn't know the Conversation Podcast, Instagram is the Conversation Podcast underscore um, so, you know, check us out. Add us, comment, us. hashtag, Brooklyn bias, Queens bias. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't biased. I'm, I'm New York bias. Hey. Period. All right. I all love right. all the I do too, but it's not like Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn. I'm not going to Peace out. Have a good week, everyone. Uh, peace.